fandom? Well, I'm glad you asked. Fandom is your obsession with TV, movies, comics, and books. Fandom is debating whether or not Goku or Superman would win in a fight. Clearly, it's Batman. Fandom is about liking things. Join us weekly on Fandom as we talk about all of that and more. Subscribe at fandompodcast.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome back into the Fortress of Comic Dude podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Aaron. I'm Kylie. This is a creator-focused episode. It's a show we do once a month where we pull a random comic creator's name out of a bucket. What was it? Do you pull it out of a bucket? A bucket. Out of a bucket. <laughs> that was so weak. You did it so much better. We go over some of their is history and books they've worked on. Okay. Mary, who are yeah. we talking about this month? The bucket? Uh, Greg Rucka. Greg, Greg Bucket. Greg Bucket Rucka. <laughs> that would have been an awesome name. Gay Greg Bucket Rucka. Gay Greg. See, I wasn't the first one that made a mistake in naming. Greg yeah. the Ruckus Rucka. Namens. Oh, we still That's have your notes to go through. That's true. Uh, it's going to be our. At the end of this episode, we'll pull out the comic creator for next month's comic. Uh, creator focus episodes. What do we pull but, that out uh, of, Mary? A bucket. Nice. That's, That's right. a little bit better. A bucket. bucket. <laughs> she was very forceful last time. Bucket. The bucket. So these shows are divided into two parts. First, Mary's going to give us some of the history and talk about the career of Greg Rucka, and then the other half will be book reports where we've chosen some of Mr. Rucka's work to talk about, and we're going to discuss those as well. So, Mary. Yeah. I don't know anything about Greg Rucka, like, literally at all. So. All right. Well, he was born November 29, 1969. Nice. Well played. So nice. not in the summer of 69, but in the in the fall. In the fall. He's, in the it's fall after my birthday 69. as well. He's still a Scorpio, I believe. Hmm? Or no, November no, 29. He's That's not damn a near winter no. of 69. Yeah. In the, the winter. No one, no one cares about that crap. I'm, yeah, I was just trying to remember. I wanted to know if we had the same sign. We don't. We don't. Oh, Kylie. I was just trying to remember, Sorry. okay? Thanks. San Francisco, California is where he was born. <gasps> USA, in case don't somebody didn't it. know. That's that. where the summer love was going down. Rice-a-roni is their treat. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rice-a-roni. It's a San Francisco, Francisco treat. treat. Uh, yep. yeah. yeah. Funny Why story, my dad got treat? kicked off of a trolley in San Francisco <laughs> for seeing that and ringing the... Really? <laughs> <laughs> How drunk was he? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, Could you see but, that uh, oh, But so no awesome. one thought it was funny. <laughs> Literally no It's one. the commercial, for Christ's <laughs> sake. Because they kept bringing the... The San Francisco tree, ding, ding, you know, and people Sir, like... Sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> so, because the ding is supposed to be like, you want to stop, isn't it? I have no idea. I figured uh, yeah. the trolley I've not been on a trolley. guy did the dingy ding. Are you sure you haven't been on a trolley? Uh, I've never been on a trolley. I've not been on a trolley. I, I was never been to San Francisco. Francisco. I've never been oh. to San Francisco. Never been to All I know, it's a treat. No, that's a lie. Wait, San Diego. Is. I've been to San Diego. That's not San Francisco. No. That's wow. it's nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lie. They, they're both in California. They both have sand. Both have sand. sand. It's the same thing. I don't want to lie. I've been to California before, though. I lived totally in San different. Bernardino for a couple of months oh. working on a job. San Antonio, I San played, Jose, Santa Clara. I played with San Santana. before. Las Vegas. 
<laughs> Las Vegas. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what was that? It was Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Okay. It was like, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It is that was better than elephant and Kramer and Kramer. Oh. That needs to go up there, you guys. Oh. That feels like something Vegas. that they, they would have named like a video game tournament in Sega Vegas Genesis. that was hosted by Sega. Like, come on down to Las Sega. It's like it's like a Sonic tournament. Sega. It was just the way it was so excited too. Like she had something was she so was annoying. going She's for. Like, Las I was trying it. That made me cry I a little bit. I know, right? She was going somewhere and then it just ended. Oh. I thought she's not going. Uh, Anywhere I was else. trying to get off. So he was bed. born in San Francisco in <laughs> San November of 1969. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> huh? oh. That's yours. I'm I was trying to it. say Vegas. Jesus. It didn't work. Um, Las Vegas. Yes. Okay, yep. so that'll Luca? be the new quote on the thing. Yes, thank you. <laughs> one. I mean, we're only starting here. <laughs> we could get better. Typically, I forget what I say. found a candidate. <laughs> All right. What do I do? I didn't even put his name on this. Okay. Uh, it, just, it says, no. I have a t- I made a template for this. It says name at the top. <laughs> Is there a name? Nope. <laughs> it just says name. It's where I'm supposed to put the name. See? Well, you failed. I failed. She I failed. failed at titling my document. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> she did not read the instructions. I I didn't follow my template. Okay, notable works. We have Action Comics, Detective Comics 52, Gotham Central, The Punisher, Queen and mm-hmm. Country, Stumptown, Whiteout, Wolverine, yeah, Wonder Wild. Woman, Cyclops, and Lazarus. He did That's a, a good bit of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how it's so varied. Yeah. There's got to be a lot more than that. I mean, the book I read wasn't even on that list. What book did you read? Obviously, the old guard. His work was that? that wasn't a notable work. <laughs> it's as far as American and Netflix notable. movie. That's why I decided to read it. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, he has some awards. Uh huh. He's got a award uh, Las in Vegas. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's not where it's held. <laughs> uh, Two thousand. He got an Eisner Award for best limited series. That was for Whiteout Melt. Yeah. Two thousand two, an Eisner Award for best new series. For Queen and Country. I've never read that. I've heard good things. Mm-hmm. Who published uh, that? Oni, I believe. Oh, okay. They get a lot of his work. 2004, Eisner Award for Best Serialized Story for Gotham Central. <sighs> that was the shit. So good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, what Gotham should have been. Yeah. The TV show. <laughs> That's true. Uh, 2004, Harvey Award for Best Single Issue or Story for Gotham Central. This was tied with. Uh, Love and Rockets by Gilbert Hernandez and Janie yeah. Hernandez. Yeah. Uh, okay, 2010, a Glad Media Award for Outstanding Comic Book for Detective Comics. Mm-hmm. 2011, an Eisner Award for Best Short Story for Postmortem from I Am an Avenger number two. He has some characters created by, he did not have a lot. Um, one of them is Batwoman. I was going to say, she's the biggest yeah. one. Yep. Batwoman. Which that's co creation with like I'm a assuming bunch of the Detective people. Comics it's, he got the Glad uh, Award for was a, probably a Batwoman story. Te- technically, so 52. Batwoman com- premieres in 52. Yeah. The, the weekly no, book that's they did. Right. It's like se- and, issue 7 and issue 11. So, but all of them get credits for it because so it was written by Jeff Johns, Greg Rucka, Grant Morrison, and Mark Wade. But Greg Rucka is the one that most people give considered the creator of Batwoman, but they're all credited because they were all writers on that series, but mm-hmm. he wrote the issue that she appears in. 
Um, also, so. listen, I don't know how you're supposed to say this. Is it vagina? No. Oh. Is it? <laughs> would it be Crispus Allen or C R I P it? No, C R I S P U S. Crispus. That's Christmas. what I would say. Uh, Whisper O'Dare, Sasha Bordeaux, uh, or Bordeaux, or however. Bordeaux, I would imagine. Uh, Lady Sticks and Everyman. Lady Sticks? Yes. Okay. I I don't know who that is. I think it was a DC Comics. I thought it was a band. (laughs) Sticks, didn't they do the song Lady? Uh, I thought it was was like like an all-female cover band of Sticks. (laughs) It's called Lady Sticks. Yes. Did you hear that version of Mrs. Roboto? It's amazing. (laughs) Um, Before he became, before he started working in comics, or working in professional fiction. (laughs) Is there not professional fiction? I don't know. That's just what it says. Uh, He had other other jobs, which I just thought it was interesting because nobody else... It, nobody else listed like other jobs that they had had in the past, but he he had it was very different. He he was a house painter. He worked at a restaurant. Magi- magical, magical. <laughs> yep. Wow. Was Emergency. that He was an EMT. He was an EMT security guard, technical writer, and he was a fight choreographer. Wow. Is that before what he a ever resume. Wow. Exactly. That's a lot. Like, that's, a, that's a he's bunch like, of random shit right here, yeah. like, man. He's like sitting down with like who is it probably Paul Levis at the time at DC. Like, all right, we're looking over at your resume. <laughs> we're really excited you want to have a job here at DC Comics. I see you've been a <laughs> worked at a restaurant, you've painted, and you've also coordinated fight fights. Well, at least he was a technical writer. And an EMT? And an EMT. Why the fuck do you want to write comics? <laughs> Why not, man? It's just like one thing you just haven't done yet. He's had a very full life. He has some stories to tell. What about? He should have juggling on there. Only if he was a juggler. Juggling. Juggling. Fire breather. Not as funny as juggling. I know. His history is fairly (laughs) short. (laughs) Oh, really? His history is short? His history is very short. Oh. Mm. I couldn't find anything before 1996. Okay. So. As in comic history, or just his life in general. He, he was born, and then he was <laughs> I know, here I was in like, 1996. Is, this, this <laughs> sounds like he was born in 1969, people. He's born in 1969. He had all those jobs, and now, okay. Oh. His. <laughs> I thought he was out earlier, but when was his first work? Uh, 1996. 1996. Hmm. It was. <laughs> That's the, when I graduated. It was an, It was. It's called Atticus Kodak. God, uh, it had a number of. I don't know if this was a comic book or if it was just a regular book. It's the Atticus. Are you thinking part. of the camera? Hasn't Rucker written a lot of a lot of novels too? And so doesn't he? He's, write? Done, he's done some novels. Yeah. yeah okay. This might be a novel. I'm not. I just sure. know that Atticus turn. I don't know. Keep on. So Sorry. Kodak is a bodyguard, whose jobs are rarely as uncomplicated as they first appear. Uh, his series consists of a few. Of a few titles, uh, Keeper, Finder, Smoker, Shooting at Midnight, Midnight Toker, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Critical Space, Patriot, pre- Patriots, a- Patriot Axe, <laughs> Keep Going Girl, you got and this. Walking Dead. Not to be confused with The Walking Dead. I think these are novels. I think so. Okay. That's what not I Not to be confused thinking. with The Patriot Act or The Walking Dead. <laughs> I tried looking it up. Um, it didn't give me a whole lot of information. 
where I was trying to look it up at, and I didn't spend a whole lot of time on it. Wow. So, oh, wow. Did you see she, how much you could care? Could she uh, really prep for this? Listen, I, I, wrote down, I wrote down what the series consisted of. What was his name again? La Sagas. <laughs> I'm just saying you didn't Greg use that. Greg okay. <laughs> Just checking. Atticus Kodak? I was just giving you shit. I okay. Know. Just keep Okay. Yeah, what's care. next? I, I care. No, you don't. I care. I'm here. Just hurt my feelings. It's okay. K1998. <laughs> you know what I wanted to say, right? No. Okay. Las Vegas? No. <laughs> That's going to be ran into the ground. It's not going to be funny anymore. No. No, it will. It will. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it will. We'll make sure of that. <laughs> I was like, thank you, guys. I'm like, mm-hmm. So his, uh, he entered comics with Whiteout. Really? Oh, so no it shit. must have been a novel before that. Uh, Didn't he bring like a pen or something with him too? Should, or no. Just, just white out? <laughs> no. <laughs> Feels like he would have been more prepared on his first day. <laughs> Maybe bring a pencil, a sharpener. And a, just I mean, white out. And yes, just this white was out. published through Oni Press. Mm-hmm. Uh, focuses on a murderer in an Why Arctic do you have base. to do it? That's mine. No, that's all that I'm going to say. That's Right. And then it was followed by a sequel, White Out Melt, in 2000. Oh my god, how much more are you going to break, man? <laughs> and then we enter the, the 2000s. Who, what was it in 2000? Uh, lots of more stuff. Lots of more stuff. Lots, lots of, of more stuff. More stuff. Um, so, most of his work in the 2000s was for DC Comics. That sounds mm-hmm. right. Mainly with the Trinity, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Mm, that was good. Uh... He wrote Batman on a regular basis in Detective Comics following the events of No Man's Land. So it was after No Man's Land, if anybody was cared. We do. I don't know. (laughs) While writing Detective Comics, he created a number of characters that led to, like, the creation of Gotham Central with his co-writer, Ed Burbaker. Ed Brubaker. Brubaker. Yeah, Brubaker. I said Brubaker. Brubaker. I think he's from Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to fix my shoe for free. Hey. There's your side number. Yep, there it is. Um... So his Batman works included these things. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Murderer. Murderer. Question mark at the end. Uh... Bruce Wayne Fugitive. Is there a question mark at the end? No. Okay, check. Nope. Uh, as well as Batman Death and the Maidens? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a Ra's al Ghul book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's see. 2003 to 2006, he wrote Wonder Woman after having previously written the character. Did you say 2006 Wonder- to 2003? No. <laughs> That's what I thought I heard. That's what I thought I heard, too. <laughs> Is that what I said? That's what I don't know. I didn't hear the 2003 to 2006, he wrote Wonder Woman. He previously wrote the character with, uh, under, let's see, the title was Wonder Woman, the... Wow, it got weird. Haikita? Haikita? Is that what it is? What the hell? What was it? Haikita. Greg Rucka's run on Wonder Woman is definitely one of those that comes up when you talk about that awesome one with the Alex Ross cover with her with her high heel on Batman's neck. If you guys have a chance, this book is kick ass. Is it? I just call it what I see. I thought it was Haikita. Oh, it could be because I'm Haikita. Spell it for us, Mary. H i k e t e i a. Haikita. It's probably that, but. I just I, I could be wrong. It's the English language is stupid. I just think it's true. <laughs> what was it? La, damn it! 
I almost lost it. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. That's a show on HBO. If you stay up late enough. Las Vegas. No, jeez. Um. Two thousand two, two thousand four. He worked at Marvel. He worked on the third volume of Wolverine. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. he right. worked on Elektra and the oh. miniseries Ultimate Daredevil and Elektra. Oh, let's see. The first. I don't remember anything about Ultimate Daredevil. Really? They killed him off. Okay. I remember that. And then they brought him back to life. No, they didn't bring him back. They just <laughs> got they. What they did in the Ultimate Universe usually was they got someone else. Yeah. To take that thing over. That's one of the cool things about the Ultimate Universe is like death. Some, death mattered in the Ultimate for Universe for the most part. Yeah. 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 The, the first volume of Queen and Country concluded in 2007. It was with number 32, issue number 32. He ended it. He co-wrote <laughs> the countdown to Infinite Crisis. One shot. It was a one shot. And the official start of Infinite Crisis storyline. What was Infinite Crisis? Was that, that Superboy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. In- yep. Superboy Prime. Punching was... the walls of reality, being like, bam, bam, bam. Is that what it, it was? Like? After, it was the one after Identity Crisis, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the Jeff Johns, uh, Phil Jimenez. So he wasn't involved in the main storyline of Infinite Crisis, but he did write the OMAC project, which built towards the event. Yeah, I right. liked OMAC. Yeah. What was um, it about? It was, if I could be wrong, it's been a while. I believe it was like. The computer system from the Batcave that yep. got like it's it became sentient. That sounds right. And then, I mean, he was a big part of Fifty Two, which spun right out of yeah. Infinite Crisis. So. He also co-wrote the weekly series Fifty Two, along with Jeff Johns, Grant Morrison, and Mark Wade. Can you imagine, dude? Like now, putting out a weekly book and getting like four like studs. Like you had like it, it's almost unbelievable. Number one of that book even exists, but two that they got like Jeff Johns, Grant Morrison, people. Greg Rucka, and Mark Wade. Like, dude, those are like titans. Like, it's not like oh, they got like one pretty big, you know, writer, and then like a couple. It's like, dude, four of the biggest names in the industry to put out a weekly series that actually came out for fifty-two consecutive weeks. It was it was good. It was by the end. I was definitely done by the end. <laughs> I, I was happy they brought Lobo back in that. Um, and then right after it seems like they did Countdown, which mm-hmm. was the other weekly title, and I didn't even. Everybody, I, I was done. I'm like, oh, nope, yeah. I'm not doing another no weekly, more, man. Fifty two set the bar for weeklies. I think yeah. they've been trying to match that again and have never done it. It's, they it's, don't need to. They no. don't need to. It's the best <laughs> weekly comic of all time, and you'll never do it again. Mom's and the other thing is too, they didn't even need the Trinity to sell that book. Like really? they're not so in it. Like oh, yeah. 50, it's like, like everybody. It's like, it's like the hodgepodge. Of, but it's like yeah, a Mom lot of B and C list characters. Yeah. That's why I said like when they had the whole they had the whole Lobo thing going off. It in doesn't space. mean they're good. Like, yeah, like, yes. Ralph and Sue Dibney and shit. Doesn't like, mean they're good. And Booster yeah. Gold and like Starfire. We're gonna follow her for a while. Excuse me, responsible men. Oh, yes. Back on task. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you guys can talk. Just talking about fifty two. Just being responsible Let's see. So he wrote. The screenplay for Crossfire. It's a segment in the direct-to-DVD anime Batman Gotham Knight. Crossfire oh, okay. was an epic board game from the 90s. <laughs> that had a commercial that made you feel like you just had to own it. It was? Yeah. You it was, the, it was the BB, little BB guns that you shot yeah. across the board. Watch yeah. the commercial, though. Like so The commercial for <laughs> Crossfire is one of the that. coolest. Oh. Yeah. You can I'll put somebody's you eye out. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was the most Christmas, extreme thing. Christmas was story. the was the um, animated one he did? Was that about Deadshot by chance? I didn't write. Okay. I haven't seen Gotham Knights. She didn't. I know she, it's been a while. So I was trying Knight's to remember the anime that's one. Yeah. Um, there's some cool stuff in there though. Like, oh, definitely. Isn't that the one where they have the different stories? Yeah. 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 So they're saying he wrote one of them. Yes. I just wanted to make sure that's the one that I was thinking of. Cool to see of, Batman in kind of an anime esque style. He translates well into anime, I think. It worked. It's not something I'd want to see a lot of, but it was cool just to see it for a little bit. It's because you're racist. It's probably true, yeah. Uh, 2009, he took over Action Comics, um, and this title moved its focus from Superman to the Kryptonian heroes Nightwing and Flamebird in the aftermath of the new Krypton story arc. Tyler, you know about that? I know Um, of characters. I loved New Krypton. I, I read all of that shit. Um... After New Krypton gets fuzzy to me, so I yeah, I mean when you say it, I'm like oh yeah, that's the thing but that happened, but it's that's, not that's like. A thing. Well, he also wrote New Krypton, co-wrote, oh. co-wrote, yeah, co-wrote New Krypton with James of... Robinson. Yep. Oh, okay. And Jeff Johns. Too. Good old James. I have all those hardcovers. New Krypton was was badass. And there was an amazing action figure line <laughs> that came out of New Krypton. Oh. Those figures are worth some fucking money now. We yeah, have you have some of them? I have, huh? <laughs> hey, huh? What? We don't no. have any of those? Question I don't think, mark? I don't believe though. I don't believe so, no. Uh, well, question mark? Like no. But, they, but I remember seeing them and they were beautiful. All right, now we're in the 2010s. <laughs> My God. Oh. Uh, at WonderCon in 2010, he announced that he would part ways with DC to focus on his own project. Good for him. Oh. Um, what was it? Because DC failed to keep him on as writer of Wonder Woman Earth 1. As promised, they were supposed to. They did not keep him. Did he do the first? Oh, Earth, Earth one or Year okay. one? Okay, so okay, yes, this, tell us history. This is a this is a good thing. So uh, originally, in the two thousands, DC had this idea of like we're gonna launch this this line called All Star, and we're gonna have like top tier creators on our top on our top characters. We're gonna have like. Frank Miller and Jim Lee are going to do All-Star Batman and Robin, and Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly are going to do All-Star Superman and shit. And so they had... My, my interpretation of that was kind of a um, an Ultimate Universe version of mm. things. It was supposed to just be an, an out-of-continuity, yeah, like, yeah. awesome... So Greg Rucka pitched a story to do All-Star Wonder Woman, and then after uh, Batman and Robin was received so poorly, they, the whole line was canceled. So then they... Um, this, they relaunched a, a new line called Earth One. Greg Rucka again pitches this Wonder Woman story, and um, they let Grant Morrison do it. Oh, that's right, Morrison so, did that. Oh. Um, so finally, he did get to do his Wonder Woman story, and that's this one. That's okay. it's now called Wonder Woman Year One. That's the book but that I'm was supposed about to be his Earth One. But, but th- this was the early. I mean, I, you would imagine it changed. I'm a sure. Bit yeah, over time. I'm sure. It's but changed. this supposedly was the uh, story that was originally All Star Wonder Woman, then was Wonder Woman Year One, and is now okay. er, Earth One, and is now Wonder Woman Year One. I wish they'd do mm. more Earth One stuff. They did that Green Lantern one last year. Um, that's the last one that's come out. They that did, one was pretty. They sweet. did three soups, two Batmans, or maybe three Batmans. No, they, I think two. Jeff Johns keeps swearing that third Batman one is coming eventually. Um, but who knows? Did they do two Teen Titans? Two ones? Teen Titans. Uh, one Wonder Woman. Mo- Morris. No, there's two of them, and Morrison said there's a third one coming. Okay. It's a, it's a trilogy. He's, okay. So he says. Uh, um, that Superman shit was awesome. I've liked almost all of them. The Morrison. Oh, all Wonder the ones Woman I've read ones are, are great, really good. But I th- I think I hold the Superman to a higher standard because it was the first one. 
No, because he's like I read the Batman ones. They're great, but I love Batman. I don't really love Superman that way. Mm. So reading that and how epic it was for me, it's oh, okay. just so up there for me. The Green Lantern one is way out there, but it's cool. Yeah. All right. Um, around this time, he was writing Punisher. Yeah, the baby. Punisher, I guess I should say, just mm-hmm. just in case. I was, I don't you know, remember Rucka on the Punisher. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, does it eleven? No, it doesn't say. Just as the Punisher for Marvel Comics, I didn't dive deeper. Mm. Two thousand eleven, <sighs> he launched a web comic, Lady Saber, hmm. and the Pirates of the Caribbeans. <laughs> no, and the pirates of the dark water, ineffable. Uh, oh, I was gonna say aether, aether, pirates of the vagina. How are you supposed to pronounce an a e? Depends on the a e t h e r. Aether, aether, aether. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what the title is. All right, piece, clearly piece it together it's as aether. you will. Uh, 2013, he launched a Kickstarter to print that to print. The lady, the an edition of Lady <laughs> Saber, the aforementioned comic book. Yep, I was totally trying to sound smart, not just tripping over my words, but also tripping over my words while but trying that's to sound what smart. This segment's all about and tripping over my words. <laughs> it is. That's what people come for. That's the. That's that, it, baby. This is the money maker. <laughs> That's the money shot. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Wow, it took it like 10 steps further. <laughs> he wrote Black Magic. Yeah, for still, Image Comics. That's still going, is isn't it? Still going? Or is it it over? is. No, it's, okay. it's still going. Oh, With okay. Nicholas Scott. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous, too. It's a gorgeous book. Um. Jeez. 2016, mm-hmm. he wrote Wonder Woman for the DC Rebirth. Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. He did 25 issues. 25 issues. I have, I have them all. I bought them all. I, I, have, I have them all. But, <laughs> but though they're, they're, they're very solid. Solid. It was good to see him come back to Wonder Woman. And, and this is the Rebirth stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, 2016. So he only did 25 issues. He wasn't on it for very long, but so he only still did a couple years. I mean, 25. I mean, it was tw- 25 issues, double shipping, so it was oh, about a year. Okay. Then, yeah, just 2017. But if they're solid, that's that's Sorry. some good writing. Then oh, if he can it, keep that going for every week. 2017, he wrote the Old Guard. Yeah, for he did. Image comic. <laughs> Is that what you read? Oh, yeah. so you're oh, okay. thinking. Why don't new. you tell the awesome. plot on that one uh, for everybody? To, what? You didn't write the plot down for that one? She's like, why don't you spoil the fuck out of Kyra's book for you Because it didn't have anything when I looked God at it. She didn't even mention it. it earlier. so you know. I didn't. Sure, I didn't. All right, keep going. 2019, he Get began writing movie. Lois Lane. Oh, that's right. He's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was tied in with Bendis' shit, so I was like, nope. Oh, is it? I've yeah. heard good things about it. I bet, it's, I it's, bet it's, it's one of those things I've been hearing like, so I much bet, good stuff about it. I think I kind of want to go back when it's a trade God. and read it. When they first announced it, and it was like Fraction on Jimmy Olsen and then Ruck on Lois Lane, I was like, ooh, I'm going to read these books. And it's like, yeah. out of the events of Leviathan. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> it was like first line of the solicitation. I was like, oh. Here, Mr. Did you say Dignity? that or did you just go into a corner and cry? Uh, like, probably a bitch. Um, also in 2019, he started writing the second volume of The Old Guard mm. called The Old Guard Force Multiplied. What what year was this? 2019. Yeah, okay. Shit that, I don't think that's out yet then. I don't, I don't know. 
It mm. says began writing. My so. trade said there will be more well, at the end. And that's all I have. That's all she wrote. Or <laughs> tidy. That's she it. Wrote? All I wrote. Oh. She. Me. Oh. oh. Those are my pronouns. Oh. <laughs> I, did, I thought you were talking about him as Greg Rucka. That's all she wrote. Yeah, that's his pronouns. And la say it. La say it. So unprovoked to just la say I was trying to get off of whatever we were talking about. <laughs> it didn't work. Oh, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> it did not work how we you We all left. got off. Oh. oh. <laughs> Listen, That's sir. what happens in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and there's money shots <laughs> and all sorts of horrible things. Oh my goodness. All right. All right. Book reports. Who wants to go first? Mary should go first. Yeah, Mary. I read nothing. Okay. All right. Aaron. Mary, Mary. Save your gender. Save <laughs> <laughs> We're the responsible man. Exactly. We did our book reports. Yeah. A backhand for you both here. Listen, uh, I tried getting Is Tyler to do it? the notes, and he said no. Well, Did what now? I tried getting Tyler to do the it? notes. I know she's, she's no. like, you should do the notes. I'm like, what the fuck are you gonna do? Maybe if you did, the would notes, you have I read a book? Exactly. Because I was about to go. I'll do notes the next time. Yeah, if she'll fucking read. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Don't do it. Uh, you let her get off the note duty one time and she'll never do it again. <laughs> so well, you're probably tri- right. And listen, we already decided that it'll be I, like a George that Costanza. That me tripping I'm over out. my words is the moneymaker for this segment. That is true. <laughs> so I actually got, I believe I have these in single issues. Ooh, fancy. My, uh, this I, apparently, from what we just heard from Mary's uh, it was thing, in, his first comic book in 1996 when i graduated oh. high school um it's actually, dating herself well no I, i'll date myself i'm i'm old school i graduated in 1992 <laughs> my mom graduated <laughs> this is my favorite she graduated in 1969 nice um, it's, <laughs> nice it's actually kind of reminds me a little bit the the artwork style kind of flashes back and forth between um is that black and white? You got a thing yeah. for black and white books. Black and Me? white's good. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm just... I, I personally like black and white because you can really see what the artist the is capable work. of and the yeah. line work of that stuff. Well, this agree. guy, his artwork style um, passes is, is back and forth between... Stephen Lieber? Yeah, it passes back and forth between, I want to say, uh, kind of like that style of mm, Frank Miller a little bit with the heavy lines. And um, sometimes it reminds me of a little bit of Terry Moore with the upturned noses and everything. Uh, anyways, when I first read it, it's just got this... I don't know what it is about a, a good mystery. Um, maybe it. that's what I like about, you know, when you think about Gotham. Uh, Gotham... Uh, Gotham City? Gotham Nights? What the fuck was it? Sorry, I've been drinking... Um, Gotham they, Central. Yeah, it was just really good cop stories. They were just stories that you could read. You didn't have to like invest in weeks and years to get through. They just mm-hmm. were curious. They made your mind think. And this one is... I still want that omnibus. Oh my god, yeah. This one is actually wide out. And I think maybe why I like it reminds me of the thing a little bit. Exactly. Without yeah. the, you know, monster Yeah, without the monster. Space, but... Um, but it's a, a chick that, 
there's no I don't know what he can do like with Stumptown is a, an amazing book but the females are just badasses without being anything else other than badasses they are in and of themselves them he doesn't heavy hand their backstory though he leaves enough to know that shit's gone down and it's a really good story and so like if you guys, sorry about that. Yes. The whole story is, is she's put there because of a mistake she did, which is basically you get the sense that she killed uh, someone under her protection. You don't, you get implied. It's book. You, and it implies uh, they think they she possibly just killed him off because he was a mass murderer and they didn't want to put any more in protection and they shove her up to Antarctica as a punishment. Yeah, basically reassignment. They can really fire her, but they right. could punish her in a way. But it's they just basically find a body out in the middle of Antarctica. And uh, it's her supposition mixed with, again, you have a kind of like a British agent involved. And it's just this really, basically, hate to say it, it comes down to greed. And it's a fascinating story of, you know, I, guess, I think he writes people very well. Um, and that kind of vein of people are, have complexities. And it reminded me a little bit, to be honest, not... Okay, this is a spoiler. It reminded me of... Uh, I don't know if you ever saw Shawshank Redemption. I finally mm. watched it. Wow, that was said with way too much... That's one of my favorite movies is Shawshank Redemption. I love that movie. It's 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 a nearly flawless movie. It it's, is yeah. amazing. And so congratulations for finally watching it. But yes. the book is actually about a gentleman who is basically being told he needs to leave the ice. And he's so used to where he's at. He's so, in a way, institutionalized. He has nowhere else to go. He can't conceptualize himself. And he tells this chick, you know, you know why I don't want to go. Anyways, if you guys have a chance, Ruka and I have Meltad at home too. It was actually one of those really kick-ass single issues because take it what you may, when you're reading comics and you find something exciting, mm -hmm. you kind of like the almost, I know other people have found it, but when it comes to comics, I don't know, maybe it's that seclusion of reading it or you almost like the only one who's found it. It's like you've uncovered something. And I think Wide Out was mm -hmm. that for me, where I think this is probably one of the more indie books I've ever read at that time. So, yeah. Is that print really still in trade? Or still, is, that, is, that print, <laughs> is that trade still in print? It is, but they have collected it into a, a bigger book now. Ooh. So, White Out 1 and 2 are in just one big book. Oh, well, that's even better. You mean White yeah. Out and White Out Melt? Yes. Because it melts. I think it's just called the whiteout compendium. <laughs> It'll melt your heart. They may go to Hawaii and melt this. Or La Seyus. La Seyus. Oh, well played, my friend. Anyways, it is awesome. Okay. And there is, they did a movie with uh, Kate oh, did they? Beckinsale. Yeah. Oh. Who's that? Who is Kate Beckinsale? <laughs> she is gorgeous. Spoken like a woman. <laughs> Have you ever seen Underworld? think so with the cute they only did like six of them i know <laughs> the first one she has like a lot she's like all um, she's in a ton of no, is that the yeah, one uh Wolver did you ever see let's see what what's the adam werewolves yes she's vampires. 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 Yeah, i've seen that i've seen okay, that yeah. just gorgeous she's the main girl in general. 
She, that's Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, okay. the girl from Underworld is Kate Beckinsale. Okay. I don't think they did. Um, I think the movie. Again, I've only seen like one it's, of those. It's a, it it's fell a, short. It definitely oh, fell short. It's a thing movie. It's this kind of gritty paranoia kind of. I don't know. Have you ever seen The Thing? Yeah. That's... I finally watched that one too, not too long ago. Why didn't you? I think I it was like watch that with a year. Ago. I remember when they when the movie was coming out. I think it was Reese Witherspoon was supposed to be attached to it, but she lo- in in the in the book she gets frostbite and loses like three of her fingers, mm-hmm. two of them. Yeah, and Reese up. Reese Witherspoon was like, "Okay, I'll do this, but we can't do the." losing the finger thing and they're like no 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 we, we need to do that that's uh-huh. kind of a big part of the character yeah. Yeah. i wonder so she why she was out. so against i that. don't know i don't you're not gonna deform my hand funny yeah. story about the thing <laughs> like when i was watching we're not really gonna cut off your finger <laughs> <laughs> when i was watching it i leaned over to my friend right when it started i was like didn't futurama do this <laughs> and he said yes they did a parody of it i'm like okay i know what this is now <laughs> so do you remember that kind of like uh when the weather hit and everything's gritty and you had everybody's coats were over their faces, nothing was quite, it wasn't necessarily pretty. You know, some movies are Hannibal pretty, but this was gritty. I think with Kate Beckinsale, they, for some reason, they just. You can't make it gritty with her. Well, you could. You got to make it pretty. I'd love to try. But I think <laughs> it was, it wasn't like she, It. I don't think she was as attractive oh. as Kate Beckins. In the book, you just get this sense of a, a girl who could play in the boys' world and beat the shit out of people. She probably had gotcha. her nose a we couple to say about Kate times. Yeah. She, I like, think... fights werewolves and shit. <laughs> yeah, she did. Real ones. Uh. Yeah. But no, I'm glad you saw the thing. I did. What did you think of it? I liked it. Oh it's... my god, we gotta watch commentary yeah. together. It's an amazing, Ooh, amazing I movie. Oh, it is. Any oh, commentary with J- John Carpenter and Kurt Russell freaking is hilarious. Magic. Oh, it is awesome. Escape from New York, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh my god, that Didn't was good. Thing. Oh my god. We'll get Mary. there, baby. You come over to our house. I know, I'm terrible. <sighs> I've not All watched right, anything. Kylie, Kylie tell on? us about The Old Guard. So, I decided to read The Old Guard because they are doing a Netflix movie with uh, Charlize Ooh. Theron is oh, really the, the main character in it. Who's so I figured I'd that? give this a shot. Who is Charlize Theron? Yes. She doesn't remember oh, names. She probably like know. me, like faces. <sighs> I know faces fairly well. well. Okay, so do you remember... Uh, Did you the... see Mad Max? No. Oh, my God. Did you see Prometheus? No. Did, did uh, is you that see... that monster? Is did that you see Two Days right? in the Valley? No. I bet you didn't. <laughs> is it, Tyler, is it, have is you it seen monster, Two Days in the Valley? Charlie's there? Yeah. 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 Did you see Monster? That's the one I know. Yes. Okay, that's her... But that doesn't, that's not how she normally looks. No, but it's probably her best performance. Wait, okay, so hold on. I want to make sure Monster is the one that has, like, that blonde lady. Yes. Okay. She's She's a killer. Yeah. Okay. I know what we're talking about now. So, did she direct that? Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So, the old guard is basically about a group of, they're not necessarily immortal, but they live quite a long time. They can get shot up and killed and come back to life. Um. And the main girl, uh, she's been alive for over 6,000 years, I believe. Okay. Um, I mean, that's pretty much forever. (laughs) So they, um, and basically these people find each other through, they start to have dream. When when another one comes up and it doesn't, you're not born this way. Something just happens that 
suddenly you're just this this type of person. Mutation? Lady Gaga would disagree, but go ahead. <laughs> well, wait, is it kind of like uh, that movie sh- she was in with the uh, Smith guy? Why can't I remember his name? I am like Mary. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, so they, they, um, she said it took a century for the, the first per- other person like her. It took her a century to find this person because she starts having dreams. But she didn't know what the dreams were. It took her a century to kind of figure this out and figure out, oh, I need to go find this other person. And when they find the other people, the dreams stop. And then oh. when another person comes into the existence or is it that point where they need to go find them mm-hmm. they'll all start having dreams but now that there's more like you'll have certain dreams certain images and the other person have certain images then you can kind of put things together and find them a little quicker Ooh. so then they they so these guys have been around for forever and they kind of they're they've become mercenaries and they just kind of do jobs and whatnot and they're doing a job for uh somebody they've worked for for a few years um but the the one girl wants to turn it down and they it's a story like they've they've kidnapped a bunch of kids and they need to go save the kids so that's what kind of turns her like okay we need to go save these kids they get there it's an ambush they get shot i mean they get shot up like their chunks of their heads are missing and whatnot and then they like they heal of course because they're they're immortal in a way and then they just take out this army and then they find out there's a camera in the room that's been recording this and and sending the image somewhere. Mm-hmm. There was never any kids. It was a big setup. So someone knew about them and they were just trying to basically get evidence that they were who they were. Mm-hmm. So now it's them trying to track down the guy who set them up and figure out what the hell. And of course, it's a rich, vain man who wants to live forever. Mm-hmm. And they don't know why they're the way they are. They they do go it to explain that uh, they will die eventually. They just don't know when. Mm-hmm. It's their time will come. Uh, and they have they have one guy that was in their group that they tell the story of that one time they were just fighting and he got shot and he just didn't get back up after he'd been killed thousands of times over over all these hundreds and you know thousands of years. This was just the one time that he didn't get back up. So Hancock. It reminds me of Hancock, the movie. Sorry, I was thinking. I've seen that movie. You saw that one, right? Yes. They were Charlie Theron's in that. Yes, she's the wife in that. I remember that. nothing oh. about that movie at really? all. It's not bad. I, and I do not like Will Smith. And that's I, the I, one. I don't mind that. That's the one movie I like. But do you remember they when they got together? Their power would, after a while, they would be able to grow old together. But mm-hmm. they were the ones but who were gods. But that's not like that at all. But no, they were gods, and they would dream about each other and go together. It's kind of like kind, Hancock. Kind of. Kind of. And then you said Charlene. There. Yeah. Yeah. Was so, Charlene. So, <laughs> I, I didn't want to get the last name wrong, so I was extending. So Sorry. anyway, wh- when all this goes down and they figure that, you know, they've made all these relationships with people and they're like, okay, we've got to, we got to cut this off. We've got to go do other things now and. They're like, this guy's known us for five years. For us, that's nothing. But for him, that's a long time. And But they've got to cut ties. And that night, before they're going to go find track down the guy, they all start to have a dream of a girl. And she's in, ar- she's in the Army. And I think she's in the Marines. And she's in, I think, Afghanistan or something. And she 
she stops a suicide bomber, but the bomber pulls out a knife when she's on like holding him down and slits her throat. And like, she bleeds out and dies, but she comes back to life, has no scars. So that night everyone dreams about her. The sequel series is out by the way. Just so oh, it know. is. Okay. Um, issue three looks like it's the, the latest one, but that came out in February of this year. Oh, okay. So it's in the middle of the COVID stuff. So my question, though, is are we supposed to, like, tell the whole story? Isn't that, like, a spoiler alert? I mean, it's... Sorry, I was like, I would have totally done that, but keep going. I was just trying to worry about it. I will stop right now, then, because... Oh, my God, just go. I want to hear. That's it. Way to call it out. Watch watch the movie on Netflix. It's coming up. Yeah, there's there's four issues out, actually. Four... Uh, March 25th was the fourth issue. So what was the one that you completely spoiled that everybody was confused about? Baby teeth. Baby, Baby teeth was amazing. <laughs> that was oh, I do, I do so want I do want funny. Tyler to read this this one line for me. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you got that message I sent you. Right? Uh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I read that and I was like, Mike, I can't read I can't read that line and not hear that in my head. <laughs> uh, anytime I, anybody's like, what the hell is like what. The Hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my book report. Wonder Woman Year One is Wonder Woman. Um, like Mary said, 2016, Greg Rucker came back to do some more work on Wonder Woman, even though he had done a pretty lengthy run uh, prior. Um, so to come uh, do Wonder Woman for DC Rebirth, this is 2016. There's a Wonder Woman movie coming out in 2017, so DC's kind of like, hey, it'd be nice to have like a trade to sell with like a here's a everything you need to know about Wonder Woman book, like an origin story. And obviously Greg Rucka had this story sitting on the back burner forever because he had pitched it to do all-star Wonder Woman and then Earth One and had never got to have it published. So um, finally DC and his wants just collided. It was like, okay, they, they want an origin story. I want to do an origin story, so let's do it. Um, there's lots of good um, versions of, of Wonder Woman's origin story. This is my favorite one. Um like the Grant Morrison Earth one is really good. Like George Perez at the very beginning of his Wonder Woman run uh, did a ton for, you know, redoing that character's mythology. But uh, a big part of what makes this one good for me is Nicholas Scott. Yeah, I think she, I, she just opened oh, up a, a slash like, bash plate. I'm like, who's the artist here? Nicholas He's Scott draws stunning. maybe my favorite Wonder Woman ever. She She's beautiful, but she's also very powerful looking. She's a, black magic. Artist, yep. right? Yes, mm-hmm. that's okay. That's... She she's incredible. Nicholas Scott's incredible. Yeah. And uh I don't know if that was Greg Rucka's call or DC's call, but very smart to be like, you know, what if we had a fucking woman draw a Wonder Woman book? And it's like mm-hmm. you know, get, get just a, a woman get a lady in here. Fucking woman. Yeah, get a fucking woman. <laughs> Nicholas Scott is as good a fucking woman as you're gonna find in, in the comic book industry today. Um but um <laughs> There's a lot of it's the story you know for the most part, right? Steve Trevor crashes mm-hmm. on Themyscira and the whole works, but there there's little tweaks and differences here because it's like anything else. Anytime they redo an origin story, if you've read one, you've read most, but there's just little variations. Um, some of the things I really like about this one, um, one of the biggest things is through the through the entirety of this book, there is a language barrier. And that's something I've never seen done in, in the Wonder Woman story prior to that. Like, even in the movie, right? Like, Steve Trevor crashes on Themyscira. That's true. They all speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, Wonder Woman, even towards the very end of this book, speaks very broken English. But she starts to kind of pick it up. And the lasso helps. Like, if she touches a lasso 
and Steve Trevor is also touching the lasso, they can understand each other. Oh. But most of the time, they don't. Um, Did you call Lasso of Hope? Is that lasso what it's called truth? now? Okay, no. that's what I've always heard. Lasso of Truth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, there's also yeah. a, a big thing that they have, and, and other versions have touched on this as well but this one does it a little bit better where you know steve trevor crashes down they have this contest to see who gets to be the champion and take him back to man's world or whatever diana enters she wins it but there she struggles because there's a whole thing of like in um there's there's consequences for leaving because Mm. the gods gave the amazons this paradise island to live on they've granted them immortality they've granted them all these different things if she leaves, she loses all of that. The su- as soon as she leaves the island, she's not immortal anymore, and she can't, oh. and she can't ever come back. And, I, and it's one of those things. The movie touched on that a little bit, but it it's way more emphasized here, where it's like you're giving up a lot by volunteering to take this man back to where he came from. Um. So, and another thing too is uh, that I believe and. Uh, don't quote me on this, but I believe this is the because we, we've had uh, hintings before of Wonder Woman having homosexual relationships before on Paradise Island and everything. As hints. far as I know, hints and kind of like, oh, maybe she has in the past. As far as I know, I think this is the first definitive in canon one because because when they when DC asked Greg Rucker to do this, like this is going to be the canon, you know. In continuity, origin for Wonder Woman. For Wonder Woman, when she leaves Paradise Island, she has a girlfriend. When she so, leaves, so and she, she leaves her them? behind. Yeah, I get. I guess, um, and it makes sense. Like, right? She she grew up on this island of all women. Why would you not be? Um, so I it, I think this is the first time in continuity to have it set. Like, yes, Wonder Woman did have a relationship with with other women prior to Steve Trevor. Um. Yeah, there's just lots of cool stuff. Another thing I really like too is that uh, she Wonder Woman at the beginning, like the Amazons, they don't have powers. Like when they're on Themyscira, they're just warrior women. And when they leave, yeah, it's like Superman they, coming to Earth, kind of. Like when, when they leave and they go back to Earth, she's just she's a six foot two woman, and she's very with you know, a lasso. Yeah, and she's she's strong. She's trained to fight, but she doesn't have superpowers. It's not until they get back to America, Beautiful. and in this version. The uh, U.S. government is uh, more realistic, and they fucking lock her away and put her in a cell, and they get scared of who she is and everything. And and, uh, while she's in the jail cell, the gods come to visit her in the form of animals, and they give her gifts. Was one a panda bear? No, it's like there's like a there's like a falcon and a a mouse and stuff. An owl is one. But anyways, they give her the gift of like the superhuman yeah, strength and the speed and everything. But she doesn't have that the, until she gets was here. It the, the Interesting. And they give her like the beauty? gift of flight and stuff like that. The um, gift of song. <laughs> but the, there, there's one page I really wanted well, to highlight because um, it really just catches the. Um, let's see if I can find it here. Um, it really catches the uh, the language barrier that I was talking about earlier. So there, there's this page here. So Steve Trevor crashes on Themyscira. He has like four or five other people in the plane with him. It was like a big plane. They crash. Everyone dies on impact except for him. They're able to heal him and stuff with, you know, they, it's weird. It's like they, they told the line of like, they have like advanced technology, but at the same time they don't have technology. It's like magic ritual like, kind of stuff. Yeah. But anyways, they have this scene where, where Diana comes to see him 
and she tries to speak to him and he's like i have no idea what you're saying and he starts asking he's like where am i where are my friends and stuff and even though they speak different languages she from his facial expression she goes oh you're asking about the other men but he doesn't know what she's saying and then he goes they didn't make it did they and then uh, she says something like, "I can tell you're hurting," and and like you know, it, it's it's a really well written scene because it's like neither of them understand each other, but they both get what they're trying mm. to to say and stuff. Um, the the design for Ares is badass in this book. I he, saw that. Yeah, he page. he has to show up because it's fucking Ares, right? Um, yeah, just it, it, if you're gonna if someone hadn't read Wonder Woman, this is the book I'd give them, or didn't really know much about Wonder Woman. Um, okay. I it's it's not a character I've always I've, I've read a lot of by any me means, either. but the stuff I've read I've liked. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite moments of DC Comics altogether was I can't remember. You could probably tell me what it was in. Uh, probably a Crisis book. It's when, when she kills she Maxwell, kills Maxwell Lord. Lord. That's oh an, my, that's an infinite God, crisis. Yeah. That was just amazing. Yeah. I, I loved that. She slits his throat with her little fucking tiara. Uh, no, she snapped his neck. No, but yeah, she 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 throws the the tiara at him first, and it cuts his throat. Yeah, she but she's got him tied up with the with the lasso, and it, it's the whole Omac the thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh, and, that, yeah, that, that's in like. The and first she's or like, "You need to tell me how to stop this." And he you says, "The it. only way you can stop this is to kill me." Yep. And she doesn't even hesitate. And she's like, just, "Fine." Just yeah. snaps his like, neck. Batman and Superman are like, what? And it's like, I've got, he did the last of truth. He was telling the truth. I had to kill him. Had to kill him, yeah. That's an infinite crisis. That's that uh, good old Jeff Johns, man. Good stuff. Yeah, this is like easy, no hesitation if someone was like, I need a Wonder Woman book to read. This is the one I'm giving you. Especially if you're like, this is a great place to start. And And you said you did 25 issues of this? Yeah. And this was the second volume. This is? Yeah, this is the second volume of oh, shit. Okay. of that rebirth run. But you could just read this as it is. It's just it's just Wonder Woman's what's origin. The, what's story. the first volume then? The if first this is the origin. Um so Rucka was the smartest one, I think, that the way they did the double shipping because so the book was coming out twice a month, and instead of doing one arc and having rotating artists on every other issue to make a trade look inconsistent, what they did was like uh, Greg Rucka would have two stories going on at once. So one of them comes out twice a month. One of them takes place in the oh. present. One of them takes place in the past. So this story is technically the second trade, but this is issues like two, four, nice. six, nice. eight, nice. ten, and okay. twelve. And then the other, the vo- one that's volume one would be like one, three, five, seven, nine, eleven. Oh, I like um, that. So that way, Nicholas Scott drew this whole volume. Because okay. it was only coming out once a month. But there was also another Wonder Woman story. It was basically like having two Wonder Woman titles, right? So. Thank you. I'm all, just keep doing that, please. Just mess with it. Yeah, you can't really tell good. she's a little um, OCD, dude. Like I said, there's a couple of little things that I, I liked that I hadn't seen done in Wonder Woman origin stories before. Like I said, the, the language one I remember was the one that stuck out to me the first time I read it. Because I'm like, that makes sense. She wouldn't speak English. And. Uh, when they finally bring her back to America, she, they uh, Barbara Ann Minerva, who later becomes Cheetah, is is there, and she's like a, an early friend to Diana, and she's like this scientist, and she's the only one that can like translate. She like looks up these like old ancient Greek books and tries to understand what she's saying. Um, but yeah, that was that was something that's I've always wondered. I'm like, why does everybody on Themyscira speak English? They have translators. Because <laughs> that's not even brought up in the movie at all. So I mean it, it's pretty close to the same story. This one's not set in World War One. This is set in present day. 
Um, but yeah, Wonder Woman Earth One. It's really good. Year, er, one. year one, not Earth One. <laughs> God damn it! I mean, Earth One's still really good, if you're, especially if you're a Grant Morrison guy. There's there's some good shit there too. But it's see, it's easily mixed up. You laughed at me when I was trying to get your Earth One, and then I accidentally called. Well, it was like the second volume of Earth One for Superman, wasn't it? You mm-hmm. laughed at me because I said year. I said year two, I think. Okay, Mary, let's do some weekly picks. <laughs> oh. Greg yeah. Rook is a good writer. Check Did out his stuff. Did you do that at least? No. Okay. Oh, You've really? done nothing? I've done nothing. <laughs> Can I just pick Avatar The Last Airbender? Because sure. we watched that. And I'm just going to pick it. I love M. Night Shyamalan. You shut your mouth. <laughs> we don't it? talk about that. <laughs> what he did is... It doesn't exist. Oh, the one cartoony thingy? Yes, the oh, was cartoon. was it a movie? It was a movie. Don't watch the movie. It I, was I, an... I didn't say I did. I was just trying to remember what you Never watched the movie. Unless so you, you mean... want to cry. Watch the movie. <laughs> it's so funny it's too because awesome? like because it's so yeah. sad. It's <laughs> it's funny because like once we finished it on Netflix because they're both on Netflix. It's like because you watch this, maybe you'd like this. Like oh no, oh no. <laughs> no. So I thought it was interesting. My mom said we were talking and she's like, you know what? You should really watch The Kingdom. And I was like, I didn't see it, but I'm like, I know. Hey, I something. watched that. Yeah, I was like, <gasps> what's the? Is that the zombie one? Zombie one. Yeah, yeah. this is zombie. My one. mom said it was a very good but, series. Uh, it is good. I had and never I seen Avatar: The Last Airbender until last weekend. It's as How good as go? it. It's as good as everyone says it is. It's it's wonderful. Huh. It's very one? very good. Delightful. Would you say yeah, delightful? Sure. Okay. Which one is? Are we not talking about the movie? Are we talking no, about we're talking about, about anime. It's not an anime. What is it? It's an anime style, but it is a cartoon. It's an American it was done cartoon. in America. Is it really an American yeah. cartoon? No mm-hmm. shit. Very anime inspired. Uh, wow. Anime. Okay. You guys, freaking A, choose one or the other. They're cartoons. They're cartoons. Even animes are cartoons. Hey, you know what? But we don't oh, call sure. American... We The American ones are always called cartoons. I don't think we have an Amer- American anime. It's an animated series. Animated <laughs> series. Yeah, there you go. It's a Can blanket we, term. Castlevania is an American one, isn't it? So that would be that's an animated series. An animated series. Would Robotech be an animated series? Robotech's a weird bastard of its own thing. I don't even know what that is. <gasps> what I'm saying is Robotech's, <gasps> I believe, on Avatar Netflix, The Last though, Airbender was not made in Japanese and then dubbed into English. Like, it was made by Nickelodeon like, yeah. here. Was oh, Robotech okay. before... Robotech was probably the first, one Voltron? of the first things that... Yeah, it was before I know Voltron. Voltron. Yeah, it was before that. Speed so it was basically this guy, you know, anime was just. Do you a... guys know about wacky racers? Yes. Tyler doesn't know about wacky I grew racers. Up on ra- my lunchbox. Did you say wacky racers? Wacky racers. <laughs> my lunchbox in elementary school was a wacky racers lunchbox. He yeah. didn't know who. He didn't know who Dick Dastardly what? was. I or know Muttley. who Dick Dastardly is. I did. No, you did not. You didn't know where they were from. So wait, God. before we go I knew back, they were Hanna Barbera. Robotech was kind of like the first. I think no. Robotech came before. Did it come? Okay, before? let me just explain it because you right, don't so. know what you're talking about. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So it was a a, a guy here in America who saw that <laughs> he he saw that anime was gonna start hitting big. Yeah. So he found, I believe it's three different animes from Japan. And he bought the rights to them, brought them back here, and edited three different TV shows together to make Robotech, yeah, an American show. Oh. Okay, it's so it's an American anime. 
because he took the animated series. He took it, no, wrote yeah. his own story. <laughs> he took these three different TV shows, spliced, spliced them, them together, together to make his own story. Similar out of to it. Power Rangers, yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, oh, but it it's was... it's so good. I love Robotech. Yeah, Robotech, Robotech so was. It's uh... it's a fucking soap opera, and I love it. Okay, oh, yeah. it is actually. I have to admit, for what time? I mean, it was childlike. It's anime. It's... It was. It was on. Like six in the morning on the mm-hmm. weekdays, I would wake but up early to watch it before I went to wow. school. I hmm. kid you not, it's a freaking soap opera, and you can find it, and it's it's really one of the you most said it's on Netflix. I, it was last time I checked, it was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. If you ever, if you're ever curious, I've got the whole big DVD box set of all of them. Yeah, it's been. So they did they did like three different stories. So you had Macross, which is the first one, which that's the one everyone loves. And then I believe Masters and the Next Gen, which is the kids from Macross, the, or the, the kids it from is, the people from Macross. Yeah. It reminds me of Neo, Neon Genesis, where it's Neon all Neon the machine. Yeah, that could have been it. The one where he's crying, doesn't want to go in the machine. Yeah. Life yeah. is hard. Very, like. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to go in the machine. Life's it's bad. Life is hard. You know, there's certain things about, like. I don't know, you some know. things about whiny shit, but it, it's got those big machines, but it's got more of a Battlestar Galactica, like, heavy feel, I guess, to it. But, yeah. If you, I'm surprised Robotech, you have check that shit out. Yeah. Is that you? Um, that would have been totally... No, my, <laughs> it could be. I, mean, I was just... Uh, What's Aaron's no, weekly pick? Oh, yeah, Aaron, your weekly pick. We watched uh, a couple movies just randomly, but I think I really liked Molly Bloom. Was that? It was Molly's game. I meant Molly's game. <laughs> Molly <laughs> the character name. is Molly Bloom, but the but movie is Molly's, Molly's game. game. It was really fucking good. It's on oh, Netflix okay. if you guys have a chance. It's just a movie ma- and it has true Idris. based on a true story. Is it a yeah. Netflix movie? No, 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 oh. Oh, no. It's oh. it's just I, it's just on Netflix. Oh, at this oh point. sorry, yeah. I didn't. Idris. It was. It was. A, it had a theatrical release. Idris Elba. Yeah, oh, Idris Elba's in it. Jessica Chastain. Oh, okay. So I'll watch handsome. Andy. Idris Elba's in. Oh no, he is. I love he is I agree. Idris Elba's wonderful. One handsome mofo. He yes. agreed. Kylie's uh, man crush is Timothy Oliphant. But Jessica Chastain's pretty nice to look at too. Oh, she was. It was. It was a good movie because I don't know. It was analytical. It really. I enjoyed the fact that. Uh, very mathematical, and the the storyline it was based on a chick who was doing the Olympics here in the up in Deer Valley, and she biffed it and she fell. Did she, she was, biff it or did she beef it? Aaron? She beefed it and biffed it. <laughs> she actually, uh, when she was doing the solo, uh, the what is it? The, the moguls. The moguls, yeah. She hit. It was like statistically improbable. That the one of the one in a million chance the stick that they were throwing out it was frozen and it hit her skis it popped off the bottom of her skis so when she went up to this mogul and she went to do the flip she basically lost the ski and she biffed it like horrifically and then she ran poker games illegal poker games and she was brilliant she was like she didn't want to go to law school yet. But she figured out how to run and do the math. And Kevin Costner game. plays the father who... It kicks ass. It, he, he, he does a good job. But it's based on a real story of this woman who actually ran these huge poker games in... La. Los Angeles and New York. Las, Las Vegas. 
Vegas. But no, um, it was actually based on real movie stars, and uh, she was she was running some really big games down there. And one of the movie stars kind of uh, basically ripped her off and pushed her out. And she went down to New York, and then she actually ran huge. And I don't know. They're this, not in the movie star. They call him in because in her book that she wrote, she, she calls him named. Player X because she doesn't want to name names because there was sports players and movie stars mm. and directors huge she knew and, everybody uh, so i got online i'm like okay someone's got to know who player x is and it's played by michael Sarah in the movie and he oh, just, he's good. just a big the guy is a douche mm. and every article i could find on the internet is like the probability of player x is probably um Toby Maguire. Everyone yeah. thinks it's right. it's Toby Maguire. Oh. I'm like, oh, Toby Maguire's a douche. <laughs> it was just if you guys have a chance, and Spider Man's a douche. Spider Man's a douche. And I think I think Tylee, you actually may like it. It felt somewhat of a documentary, just because her voiceover, she's telling the history of her story. So every time she she's actually prefacing the information that's going through and explaining how she had to learn poker, how she had to learn, but it. It is phenomenal how, as a single kind of woman, she had to figure out how to run a business that was, she was dealing within the millions at the end. And she was handed her, her ass was handed to her by the mafia um, at the end. Like, she was beaten in her own, like, apartment for it. And, and she was. She didn't even know she was, was dealing with the mafia. At the time. <laughs> and then that's where Idris Elvis comes in. He was a lawyer she's trying to hire because she was taken down because some of the members in the poker poker places was Russian mafia. Mm -hmm. And so they broke up her and they're using her as leverage to try to kind of connect her to the Russian mafia. It is. It's good. It was really good. It was really good. It's crazy. It was just an insane story that is true. Mm -hmm. It's just so crazy. But it's. He did such a and good And you know job. what? We watched Bloodshot, and it was not that bad. I like Granted, Bloodshot. Granted, we watched a pretty terrible movie right before that that probably made it better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually enjoyed Bloodshot, and I don't understand why people really hated it, and I couldn't figure out why. I was like, how is this any different than anything else? And I didn't want to bring it up. Like, even like after Bloodshot, we watched we watched Extraction oh, on Netflix. Have no, you watched that yet with no. Thor? That oh, that I wasn't. even enjoyed Bloodshot more than I enjoyed that movie. No, he Blood was handsome to me, in it. I, I, it was just like generic action movie. I was like, this is fine. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was fine. Oh, yeah, you no, I, I agree. When did you I watch agree. Bloodshot? Oh, my I God, it was so much while, fun. Though. I'm sorry. Okay, so... <laughs> you watch this it is, her? This is my oh, thing. Yeah, is, big Bloodshot fan. Do you guys ever see oh, yeah. um, Riddick? Chronicles of Riddick? Sure. Yep. No. Yeah. How did I you like not it. see Chronicles so. of Riddick? Did you not enjoy it? No. Chronicles of... There was two in an anime. Yeah, did you not see? The- <laughs> well, there's one that's just called Riddick, right? And then there's Chronicles of Riddick. Wasn't there like Pitch Black or some shit? Like oh, Black, Pitch Black and was then awesome. Chronicles of Riddick. Those and then there's, there's no one that's just called Riddick, isn't there? Oh, it was the third. Oh yeah. yeah. So Chronicles of Riddick. That one Katie Sackhoff. Yeah. Oh my god, Katie Sackhoff is my. You gotta girl see some crush. Katie Sackhoff. Nip yep, in we do. Just, we get a lot of side boob on that. Sackhoff. Yeah, she's my. Yes. Don't. Yes. No, I'm sorry. I've, that's that's perfect. I've never heard that. It's amazing. She is gorgeous. So I'm with you guys on that one. Mm. However, I enjoy Pletcha. I can't figure out why people are so pissed off about it. I'm like, I actually really liked I have it. Seen that movie. It what? wasn't good. Bloodshot? 
No, Chronicles of Riddick. Riddick. Fuck you, dude. Chronicles of Riddick is the better Fun. out of the three. It's oh, yeah, just a one. good movie. I don't know which one I watched, but I recognize. Which what one it was it? I don't know. I don't know I, I what had, one I watched. I had just read an article that he agreed to do cameo in Tokyo Drift to get the rights to Riddick, yeah. so he yep. could he could do what he. All wants I know is, okay. So number one, Bloodshot. It wasn't that bad. If you guys just want to have a fun, enjoyable movie, is that your pick? No. no. Who's, why are we talking Molly? about this Because again? it was it came up I and just, it was a fun and I kind of <laughs> dig him. He's relatively this is how, handsome. This is how our picks go. We, we go yeah, off the fucking true. rails yeah. at this point. But he is He's relatively handsome <laughs> and he runs around and he does stuff. I, I enjoyed it. Did you ever see Baby Driver? No. no. Okay. They're not, okay. The chick from Baby Driver's in it and she is like uh, amazing. Kylie's pick. <laughs> My pick is actually a comic book. And he's opening it. Can you fucking believe it? Everybody hold that. It's an image book called Adventure Man. Pretty cheesy name. Yeah, big time. Um, and so she there's no man on the cover. <laughs> there's this dude right here. Oh, oh. Come on, Never that's a... Uh, you I guys just, who know the I was the just artist, seeing the woman. Right? I saw the cover when it came through. It's Dodson. Dodson. I was like, this is pretty yeah. sweet. And then I looked up and saw that it was Matt Fraction and Terry Dodson. I'm like, oh, so I flipped through it. Fucking, fucking dots beautiful. and doing the art, artwork through it all be gorgeous. It's pretty thick too. Oh yeah, for for three ninety nine, that's you get two books there for three ninety nine. Uh, it's a double size. So I figured, shit, Matt Fraction and Dots, and I'm I'm gonna I'll at least pick this up to check it out. It is the reason it's so thick is it is two books because it starts out and it is the cheesiest superhero pulpy kind of nice. Uh, it, like. Like old Batman and Robin type stuff. I don't know. Okay. It's just it's just a really cheesy superhero story. And I'm like, okay. this is weird. This is gonna go somewhere because it's Fraction. Yeah. You know, you, you, he's he's not gonna just do something horrible like this. And then, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, halfway through you find out this whole first issue that you're reading is a book that this lady is reading to her son. And oh. then the story just switches around. Oh, okay. and and yeah, it's. It uh, yeah, it's very clever. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes from here. Of course, it's just a number one. Um, but reading the back uh, matter in this, talking about how this came to be, it was when Fraction was writing Uncanny X Men back in like 2008, I think, mm -hmm. and Dotson was doing the artwork. They're like, okay, because I guess he didn't have a good time writing X Men because mm -hmm. even in there he's like never write. He's like, there's things I learned, you know. Terry Dotson's amazing and never fucking write an X Men book. Oh jeez. Uh, but they loved working with each other so much that they wanted to just do something mm -hmm. creator owned, and this is something they've been floating since then. Oh wow! And it's just finally they're finally getting around to doing. Finally it. And they said they wanted to do something that's not just going to be a miniseries. Mm -hmm. They want to do something that's going to be a world they can live in for a while and play with. Oh, that's cool. So. Oh, yeah. It's it's interesting. Check it out. If you if anyone listened to this podcast last year from like spring through summer, you heard me talk about Doom Patrol a lot because I fucking love that <gasps> is show. Is that your pick again? It Wait. is my pick because I'm it wasn't season again. Two. TV show. Yeah, you didn't okay. do it last because week. season two starts uh, next week at the time of recording this podcast, and I have been re-watching season one, re-enjoying the hell out of it, getting ready for season two. It was pretty and, when uh, I saw it in pieces. I just, I mean, it's it's a Grant Morrison fan's dream of a show. It's literally Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol on the screen. I would, Has he ever mentioned anything about it? Uh, about the show? I don't know. I mean, Morrison doesn't 
Like he's not like he like tweets and shit a lot really or anything. So like he, he's not one that he, speaks out was, about. Was he an executive producer or anything on it? Nothing, because he was unhappy. He was an executive producer. He even yeah. had like a little cameo on an episode. I, of happy. I, I still That's can't believe why. he's not even credited or anything. Like in the credits That's for like, and it's surprising. definitely based on his shit. Oh, it, for oh, sure, hundred percent. It's his run. Like to That's the point when you watch certain episodes, like oh, that's issue thirty-two. That's like, kind of oh, they're, oh, they're doing like issues thirty-six through thirty-eight, the beard hunter shit. Okay, got it. Like, so you oh, kinda, that's, that dude, it episode, was amazing. My God, it was amazing. So you like, kinda, oh, they're doing like Danny the Street. Oh, they're doing Flex Metal. Like they're doing all the. So you kind of hope his pride wouldn't get in the the way in those things because I just don't think he cares. <laughs> well, that too, but you know when something works out that well, and again, I didn't see all of it, but. The stuff I saw when Kylie was watching of, it. Of what? Of Doom Patrol. When you, you saw were, any of that? Oh, yeah. Oh. I come in and watch <laughs> television. But I, I have to admit the characters in the way that, uh, you know, um, Invisible Man and how he's walking and the chick and when she gains, you know, chick. the blob. Oh. And oh, she yeah. gains weight. And the actress. I love that cast so much. Even, yeah, just, re- actress, even just re-watching it now, mm-hmm. I'm like, it's so good. Uh, I mean, God, I, I feel so bad. I don't I, know I who forget, does Crazy Jane. I, I forget oh, her name, but she's, she's incredible. Good. And then even like Brendan Fraser as Robot Man, I was like, That's I can't him, believe right? how good he is. He Matt Bomer is incredible. Alan Tudyk is Mr. Nobody. Like, I love that cast. It's so good. And like, mm. I never would have thought the best version of Cyborg would be in a Doom Patrol show, considering he's never been on the Doom <laughs> Patrol. And he, so that, I don't know where I, that choice came from to put him I'll in that show. I'll tell you, when he, when he popped up, that's where I was like, I was into the show. I mean, he pops up fairly Diane early. Diane Guerrero. Guerrero? That's oh, Crazy Jane. Okay. Diane Guerrero. He shows up in episode two. And it's like, oh, is this, we're going here now. I don't care for Cyborg. Dude. Mm-hmm. He's, it was good. He's they, awesome they, they, in that. Yeah. See, that's the best version of him I've ever seen in anything. It was, it's weird. He doesn't belong there. Not at all. I don't yeah. know why they put him in that show, but it works. Maybe to put kind of a heroic, colorful we character Because needed our around. Seinfeld crossover with his father. That's right. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't catch that the first time around. Now when I watch it, I'm like, it's just so obvious. It's Jackie Child. So yeah, I, Doom Patrol is amazing. If you have HBO Max, watch the first season on there before season two starts or DC <laughs> Universe or whatever you have. If not, get the Blu-ray, do whatever you got to do. Watch Doom Patrol because it's, yeah, it's... It was good. Very it's amazing. Good. It's one of my favorite shows ever, so I love it. So. Which, which would you prefer, Watchmen or Doom Patrol? That's fucking tough. <laughs> oh, isn't it? That's fucking tough. I think uh, you Watch, can... Watchmen's on at like its own fucking level, mm. dude. That That's that's what I was about to say. You can always Linda talk Lava about... Shit. That's not fair. You can't... <laughs> it, but, you can say they're... Doom Patrol is the Morris and purest in me is just like that's it's it's all i could have ever asked for being a grant morrison fan getting to see that come to life on tv it's like how can i complain but watchmen's on its own it's definitely one of those things you watch where you're like that no no regular network would have done anything like this and it was it's too out there it was clearly made by people that gave a shit it Mm -hmm. was like oh no we're gonna do this we're gonna do i like it when they're driving in with their like a little bus and everybody's driving in on the bus yeah yeah. (laughs) She's like, it reminded me of high school. Everybody's like all angsty and they're going into the town. Everybody has to have like their own little thing in the town and everybody has to have like their buddy. But I did enjoy like, 
I was kind of surprised about the special effects, and maybe it wasn't special effects with that. How do I not remember you being there when I watched any of this? You, the, well, they they spent like, some money on Doom Patrol. A lot of you, the effects look pretty anything's good. Anything's on television, I turn and watch. I am okay. a child with ADHD, but yeah, yeah it was it was impressive kind because of a fun the little age career rebirth for Brendan really Fraser too. I think, oh, okay, yeah. and yes, him. he did do good, right? Yeah, I mean, he's only the vo- he's he's in it. From time to time, but he's mostly just the voice. He's not the guy actually yeah, in know, the robot but... man suit, but still, like he. he Speaking of Brendan good. Fraser, just really quick uh, aside, I'm rewatching Scrubs and yeah. the episodes with in, him. Oh yes, and there's Scrubs? there's one one of the best episodes of Scrubs ever is a Brendan Fraser episode. Oh okay, it's... Mary, it is your turn to pick <gasps> the next <gasps> comic creator's name. For creator focus next month. It's Las Vegas. And it's got to be Grant Morrison because I just gave him the greatest like build up, right? Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. Morrison. Or I'll Frank do the notes for Miller, that. Frank Miller. If it's Grant Morrison, I'll lead that episode. I'll do uh, all the Whatever. Notes she would take that from you. She probably would. Just Five me. hours later, Mary. Straczynski. Come on. Ooh, JMS. That'd be good. Bendis. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> hey, I know how to say this person's name. <laughs> Brian Azzarello. Oh, shit. Hey. Nice. Okay. I could read some of his stuff. I was just shitting on his Wonder Woman. <laughs> now, is just it, that first issue. Is it Azarello? Azarello. Azarello. Tortilla. Azarello. I think that was racist. Ooh, I'm going to do that fucking no, flashpoint. I was just, just asking. <laughs> that was some good shit. Which the, one? The Flashpoint Batman miniseries. I'm going to do did. Joker then. Suck it. That was gorgeous. Are these going to be short? No. Are you actually going to read short? something? Azrael? Probably no. like Rucka. I, he, I would Ezra say. Azrael's had a pretty lengthy career, though. He started oh, well, he's like, early, doing... early 90s, didn't he? Will you he, promise me to read Hellblazer something? Hellblazer and stuff? He Probably. does an amazing. He does amazing. Have I read work. anything from Bride Azarello? You've read Flashpoint Batman. All right. Well, try. There's some really kick ass stuff he does. And if anything, the Joker. That's a one shot. Uh, Joker. Yeah. Who the did a hundred bullets? Oh, hundred bullets. Yes, Thomas but it's it's <laughs> yes, her okay. though. The, the, I mean, the tie-in issues. That's what those. I'll read. <laughs> Three issues. That's all we need, baby. <laughs> I will reread it. That's the Thomas Wayne shit. Yeah. With the hey. casino. And- I had hey, to go you're back. Spoiling it. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I had to go back like it, right right off the beginning where he's going down to the sewer to hunt Killer Croc. Mm. And like within the first three mm. or four pages, he's like planting a machete into his head, and I'm like. Okay, now wait a minute. He just killed him. Okay, oh, okay. That's what that's what we're doing. Right. Okay. <laughs> Next week we'll be back with uh, Aaron's pick for Comic Book Club, I Rachel forgot. Rising. Yeah, you guys. Yes. I hope you like it. It's gonna be awesome. So we'll do that. And uh, Brian Azarello in a month from now. Thank you guys so much for listening. Check out Nerd Dome or don't. I don't care. <laughs> wait, come <laughs> Hashtag on. Fuck you, Charles. Fuck yeah. Okay, there it Charles. is. Um, Charles knows I love him. Sometimes. Um. Anyways, until next time, my name's Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Marin. I'm Kylie. And la viva! La viva! La viva! La viva!